Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah. 
And, it re- and if you can, if you can, please stand out of reverence to the word of God. If you're able to stand, if you're able, if you're able, if you're able. Not for me, but if you're able to stand. Ezekiel 22, verse 30. And it reads, I'm reading King James. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. The word of God is already blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for today. God, we bless your name for today. God, we thank you that you've allowed us to be in this space and place just one more time to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. God, we ask that you would have your way in this service on today. God, we ask that you would move by your spirit in this place on today. God, we love you today. God, we honor, we worship you. God, we thank you for this Father's Day 2023. God, we ask that you would bless this place, bless every man that's standing, every man that's the Father today. God, be with them today. Every man that stood in the gap for somebody else's Father. God, we're praying right now that you would be with us and be with them as we go forward in today's service. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus, and it is so. Amen. Come on, y'all. Yep, yep. Hallelujah. We reverence you, fathers, on today. You have been so much to us. We thank you for all that you do. We know that you come this far <laughs> by faith. Come on, church, let's put our hands together.
Officers, members, and guests, good morning. And I'll say it again, happy Father's Day to all of our dads, grandfathers, uncles, and all of you who have stepped into the role of the father. Mothers get the lion's share of the attention, but without fathers, okay, I'll leave that right there. <laughs> Somebody got to plant the seed. All right, all right, I said I'll leave it right there. <laughs> Our Tuesday yoga class is off to a great start. You still can join if you did not make it this Tuesday. Keep in mind that you will have to sign the waiver before you enter the class. You will need a mat, loose fitting clothes, and if you wish, you can bring a towel. That's Tuesday from 10 o'clock to 11.30 a.m. We're on course for our vendor fair, which is slated for August 5th, 2023. If you would like to be a vendor, please see Dr. Maxine Tolliver or any member of the outreach ministry. Our church anniversary, as you know, of course, was last week. We celebrated 121 years of service to the Lord in the ministry of Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church with a powerful message from Reverend Dr. Davis. And thank you for those of you who did uh, give your $121 or $242. You know, our theme was celebrating our past as we plan to be for the future. You still have time. If you did not give your donation last week, we will uh, graciously continue to accept <clears throat> your 121 or your $242. Again, we are paying it forward, first for the first 121 years and also for the next one. And again, in any way God has blessed you, you can give your donation. Members, there's still time for you to get your food handler certificate. I know originally we set a June 15th deadline However, as it's going to take us more time to get the kitchen fully up and running, you also have that time to get your food handler certificate. Okay, the cost is only $7. If you need access to a computer, you can come down here and we will help set you up for one of the computers. Again, it's only $7. If you are going to be handling food in any capacity once we get the kitchen going, 
you must, it's not an option, you must have your food handler certificate. If you have any questions, you can see any one of us in the office. Next Sunday, we will recognize the class of 2023. Amen. We will be recognizing 18 graduates in some level. <clears throat> I know originally we did not ask uh, for pictures, but most of you have sent me pictures. I'm still missing pictures uh, from a couple of you. If you cannot email them to me, if you can come up this week uh, with a physical paper picture, I will scan it and hand it right back to you. Most of you have sent me the pictures, but I'm missing a couple. Um, I don't have the names with me, but I will contact you this week if you have not sent me a picture. Also in that vein, after my general announcement, Sister Mariah and Sister Jakari are going to come and talk about some of our fundraising efforts regarding scholarships. Finally, don't forget to join us for a Bible study. <clears throat> Excuse me, Bible study on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. on our Zoom platform. The code is 738-847-6097. Again, that's Wednesdays at 6 p.m. 738-847-6097. Those are your general announcements for this week. I know most of you are used to doing this, but if you have not done so, take a minute to silence your devices. Thank you. in church. So I'll just say again, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Um, please join Ebenezer's scholarship and evangelism program to financially congratulate our graduates for the class of 2023. Today we'll be launching our double good, our double good popcorn fundraiser. Jakari and I will be located in the lobby immediately following service. If you have any questions, there will also be a printout as well as the order forms that you will need for the fundraiser. If you have any questions, feel free to talk to us after church. Thank you. Let her say amen. Let her say amen again. Uh, Patricia failed to mention one uh, announcement. Uh, or, uh, Summer Sizzle is July 16th. That will be after church. That's our, our outreach where we have our cookout after worship, and we are super excited. We thank God for those two young ladies who have took the ball and run with it. Uh, for this fundraiser for what we're doing, for class of 23 and beyond, and also for what we're doing with evangelism in support of Summer Sizzle. And everybody can participate. What do you mean, Brother Pastor? Raise your hand if you got a phone, cell phone. Not, not, come on, tell the truth now. Even Deacon Smith at 103 got a cell phone, so you can't be not raising your hand. 
And the good news about this, you can send a text to your friends, your neighbors, your acquaintances, and say, hey, help us, help Ebenezer as we try to honor our, our scholars for the class of 2023 and as we work and endeavor uh, for our summer sizzle. So they're going to tell you how to do it. Uh, that if you're a little intimidated by, if you're a little intimidated by uh, technology, they're going to help you. And I thank you, Jakari, and I thank you, Mariah, two powerful up-and-coming young ladies that's opinionated. Oh, come on, y'all. We putting them to work. Putting them to work, putting them to work. Also, I want to say, say thank you publicly again to Dr. Davis for pouring into us on uh, last Sunday. Dr. Davis was just amazing. He was awesome. And uh, uh, he even gave me part two down in my office uh, after worship. Uh, that was for pastor's ears only. So I thank God for that. Some of y'all, I heard some of y'all were looking for me for the reception. You know, pastor person don't miss receptions, right? But, uh, but Pastor Davis wanted to pour a little bit more, and we, we are grateful for that. Also, I want to thank those persons who participated, who participated, who participated uh, in the Beyond Conference, uh, those seven people. Uh, it's a virtual conference that we participated in with the First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. Uh, a lot of wonderful information came out of that, and we hope to be able to implement some of that uh, in Ebenezer going forward. Amen? Y'all going to see it's some great stuff, great stuff. And you don't have to have a, a membership of 10,000 people to do it. Amen. You just have to have some willing hearts, willing hearts that were willing to make themselves available, 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 available. Okay. We're going to acknowledge our guests, and then I want to do something. Uh, all of our guests, if you can just raise your hand, just raise your hand. Praise the Lord. I see family here. I see family here. Praise the Lord. I know they came for a wedding and other folks are in uh, celebrating with their dads, their fathers. We welcome you. Ebenezer, let's stand. Let's welcome and pass the peace of Christ one to another as we welcome our guests and we welcome each other into the house of the Lord. Thank you. 
know that Ebenezer is going to be honoring our fathers uh, after worship. I know Jaconda is going to be doing a tribute near the end of worship. Appreciate it. Um, I want to do something. Uh, many people know that uh, home folk know 
that I had the privilege of going up in this church and I have, I'm like the fourth or fifth generation. And one of the things that my grandmother, a dream person, used to always be outside or out here or in the front and she would, she would uh, sell roses, a red carnation or a white carnation on Mother's Day and Father's Day. And she would do the red carnation represented that your parent, your mother or your father was still with you. And as a kid, I never understood what was the white carnation for. And the white carnation was for those who had gone on to be with the Lord. I am mindful as I get older that there are those of you whose fathers are no longer here. My father is no longer here and I, I will forever cherish my sister-in-law who gave me this bracelet that has my dad's name on it. She gave it to each one of the brothers. And I wear this on special occasions when I want to make certain that he's there with us. And so I wanted to pause because I know my wife lost her dad six months ago. And I know the freshness of that pain and so when I thought about that I thought about everyone else whose fathers are not here and we celebrate Father's Day and we celebrate it and we excite it and we give tribute to our dads that are here but I, I want to specifically give tribute to the father to those of you whose fathers are not here and so on this Father's Day we take a moment to honor and remember the fathers who have left us, but continue to live in our hearts. These remarkable individuals shaped our lives with love, guidance, and unwavering support. They taught us invaluable lessons, shared their wisdom, and instilled in us the values that define who we are today. Although they are no longer physically present, the memories we cherish and the lessons they imparted remain with us forever. Their unconditional love and selflessness continue to inspire us, reminding us of the profound impact they had on our lives. And so today we celebrate the fathers who have passed away, acknowledging their immeasurable influence they had as providers, protectors, role models, fathers. Their legacy lives on through us as we carry their teachings and values into the world. And so to all of you 
who miss their fathers dearly. Know that you are not alone. Take solace in the cherished memories and the bond you share. Reflect on the lessons they taught you. and Let them guide you in your journey. Remember their laughter, their advice, and the way they made you feel loved and supported. May we honor the fathers who have departed by carrying their spirit within us and by passing down their wisdom to future generations. Today and every day, let us celebrate the lives of our fathers and express gratitude for the profound impact they had on our lives. They are forever in our hearts. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. One more time, let's give it up for the fathers that are here, those who have gone on. My father was a member of this church, Mr. John L. Harris and his family. And I remember coming here as a little girl. Who would have known all these years later that I would be ministering here? But we used to sit right up there in the balcony me and all my lace and my lace socks, <laughs> my burrettes to be falling out. I'd be like, girl, I'll take you back to your mama's church <laughs> with these burrettes and bees falling. And I just thank God for my father because he was the person that really showed unconditional love. I didn't, that was a great example. My father, through it all, he loved me. My daddy never raised his hand at me or he never raised his voice at me. He always just showed love. My big brothers, they got it though. But the baby girl, me, <laughs> I didn't get in no trouble. I thank God for all of the fathers that are here today. And everything that you do each and every single day is so hard out here for our men. God bless you. But just know when you walk into the room, God has smiled on me. He has set me free. God has smiled on me. He's been good. God has smiled on me. Can we say it together? 
God continues to smile on all of us. I want to just reiterate what Pastor Person was saying earlier. We joke, often joke about the lack of respect Father's Day gets. But what I would tell you is this. When the Bible says, honor your father, your mother and your father, but your father, keep in mind that you really only get one. And regardless of whatever that relationship is, it's one of the most powerful relationships that God ever created was the relationship between a father and his children. And a lot of times we take for granted that that relationship will always be there. And sadly, some of us never get the opportunity to have that relationship. And so to every man and boy and girl in the room, if your father is still alive, still on this side, regardless of what the situation may be, I would encourage you, and I can't tell you this without me telling it to myself, I would encourage you to at least reach out if for nothing else to say Happy Father's Day and mean it and then move on. But I would encourage you to do that because it, there, there is a that part of what's going on in our city and in our country today is because there's so many fathers that are missing. Some by choice, some not by choice, but they're missing. So whether you are a natural father, I don't even like the term stepfather, but if that's what you are, if you are a father figure, and I'm talking to the men, ladies, please don't be offended, but I'm strictly talking to the men in the room. Whether you are a father figure, if you're an uncle who plays daddy, if you are a brother who has had to take on the role of, of father to your little sibling, whoever you are, keep God first and continue to ask God to guide you in that relationship because it is the best relationship that you will ever have. I'll leave it at that. It's offering time. It's offering time. It's offering time. It's offering time. Thank you. 
on it and you yeah, I see a couple people saying yes so uh, us just make sure they get a card um, and they will give you that information amen let us pray for the offering God we thank you right yes, now Lord. Yes, Lord. God we thank you in advance for what you are about to do in this yes, place yes, yes. God it's not about the money God but it's about the blessing God it's about, not about the tithe God it's about the commitment God it's about the covenant that we have with you so, God, we're praying right now that you would bless this offering, bless this tithe and this offering, that it may continue to do the work that you have set for it in this place. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank <laughs> you. 
lifting up and praying for Lee Grant, Alfred Moore, Kenneth Sexton, son of Vivian Peake, Al, and Mary Burke, Mary Sumter, Shirley Anderson, Sarah Billups, Mary Alexander, Reverend James Thompson, Burnett Pierce, the mother of Dr. Pam Person, Michael Jones Jr., Ernestine Rowe, Lily Turner, Myrtle Gunn, Terrell Blevins, Sadie Turner, the sister of Nancy Wade, Leonard Tolbert, Willie Wyndham, the brother of Bernice Johnson, Brenda and Charles McLaughlin, the sister and brother-in-law of Dorothy Gibson, John Lewis, Monica Purnell, cousin of Nancy Wade, Willie Mae Davis, Beverly Bogus, Marlena Jackson, Myosha Spragans, the daughter of Santiago Spragans, Rhonda Brown, Jack Spinks, Virgiline Daniels, Lee Stevens, Laura Conwell, Maisie Jordan, Aaron McCray, Irma Johnson Edgar, Shanita Johnson, Latrice Jones, Maxine Ozzie, Marita Payton, Joseph Harris, James Simmons Jr., Julius Crockett, godson of Marion Blackman, Jennifer Warren, Tasha McShann, Irene Brown, Sean Harden, Linda Mayfield, Marlene Cohen, Nikita Franklin, friend of Beverly Bogan, and Irma De Ramos. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we come before you, this the throne of grace, asking, O oh God, that you would have mercy upon those whose names we've lifted to the vaulted ceiling. God, those who have requested prayer, O oh God. God, you know what they're dealing with, what they're going through. We ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would meet them at the point of their need as only you can do. God, we say have mercy. Have mercy right now, O oh God. Give these thy people a sense of hope and expectation that you will come and be about them. God, we thank you today, oh God, because we know you to be a healer. We know you to be a provider. We know you to be a way maker. There's a witness in this house somewhere that has experienced the goodness of God in their lives. So God, we're standing and affirming, oh God, as we intercede on behalf of others, that God is able. I said that God is able. He's able to do exceedingly above whatever we can ask or thank God. And so, God, we ask right now, oh God, have your way in our lives. Have your way in our circumstances. Have your way in our situations, oh God. Bring us to the other side, oh God. As we go through, oh God, we want to be able to shout that we're coming out, God. Have your way, oh Lord. God, we pray right now for all fathers, those who are with us, those who sleep in the silent city. God, we ask a special covering, oh God, as we go forth, oh God, and do the work that you've given to our, our hands. God, we say thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for your goodness and thank you for your mercy. Thank you for what we could not do for ourselves. Thank you for what you're doing right now in our lives. Thank you, God. Thank you for what you're about to do, oh God. Things we can't even expect or anticipate, God. We say thank you, God. Instead of always asking, God, we want to pause and say thank you. Thank you for the gift of life. 
Thank you for a reasonable portion of health. Thank you for our strength. Thank you for our covering. Thank you, God, we had a place to lay our head last night. Thank you, God, we woke up. Some of us in our right mind. We say thank you. Thank you, God, for hearing our prayer. Thank you, God, for hearing our petition. Thank you, God, for hearing our music. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We lift now this prayer upon the wings of the afternoon and place it before thy feet. To the all-wise God, we pray. And for his sake, we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. For hearing our prayer. Thank you. Thank you, 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 oh God. Thank you, oh God. We 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 thank you for the things that we forgot to thank you for, Lord God. Like waking up this morning, Lord God. But being able to walk into this church, Lord God. Thank you, oh God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Yeah. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yeah. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name 
come on, you can do better than that. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. You sang a heart out, you can do better than that. You know, I don't know why sometimes, hold on, hold on, hold on, good for y'all, go on. She just sang her heart out. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. On, I, I don't know why, Dr. King, we got to work so hard. Come on, oh, y'all look at me. If I said something like, do the left, do the step to the left, come up, y'all get right on up. Hit, uh, what is it, uh, uh, twist, what's that thing y'all do? If I, if I, if we started that, to the left, to the left, turn it, y'all, y'all get in that. But when she sings the gospel of Jesus Christ, on, y'all act like spectators. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, come on, y'all can do better than that. Come on, y'all can do better than that. for our men. I know Sister McGee don't like me saying this, but it's true. I I ain't going to be before you long. 
You know that don't mean nothing with a Baptist preacher. But um, Ezekiel 22 and 30 said, And I sought, I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it. But I found none. I want to speak from the subject looking for a few good men. I know some of you will appreciate this. The Marines often say they are looking for a few good men, now and women, men who will suit up and stand up and serve. And you can only imagine where our country would be without those few good people to protect this land that we love, though fragile and challenging it can be. In this scripture verse from Ezekiel, now it is God who is looking for a few good men. God is looking for a few good men to serve as intercessors for the people of Israel and stand in the gap between them and God. In the natural, this word gap refers to an opening or a space in the city wall that was designed to shield the people living there from the dangers posed by their adversary. But in the spiritual, the word gap refers to the spiritual gap between God and the people. In ages past, when the city wall was broken through, it was interpreted as a symbol of the city's weakness and vulnerability. It increased the likelihood that the city would be destroyed. Ezekiel says God was looking for a man who was ready to stand in the gap to build up the wall's protection and improve the people's connection with the Creator. God was open to sparing the nation from destruction if he could locate a faithful man suitable for the job. But regrettably, God concludes that he found none. For us, the scripture verse is a call to action. Because I submit today that God still needs a few good men. Come on, come on, a few good men. Men who will be leaders and defenders and intercessors in times of conflict. Men who will be willing to stand in the gap not only for their own family, but for other families. He needs men who will not fail because the repercussions for our communities are catastrophic. 
God warned Israel that he would scatter them among the nations due to their many, many crimes. In verse 31, he says, therefore, I will pour out my fury on them and consume them with my raging anger, bringing all they have done down upon their heads, says the Lord, the sovereign. We don't think of God often as vengeful, do we? We prefer to think of him as all-loving, give us everything we want for Christmas, give us everything we ask for, but God's tolerance has a limit. He is still looking for men who have learned to lean on him for guidance and direction, men who will act as protectors of the word and stand in the gap between him and the unfaithful. What should we look for in these few good men? Should it be the clothes that they wear? the house they live in, the size of their bank account? Surely not. The main trait, the main trait for these few good men is that they love Christ and have learned to lean on the Lord. For Proverbs 3, 3 through 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not until thine own understanding, for in all thy ways, acknowledge him, not your house, not your bank account. Acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. You see, God, God needs men who know how to listen. That's one of the biggest complaints men get, ain't that? We don't, we don't, we don't listen. But I, I believe I have a few good men here today on this Father's Day. I see a few good men who have worn the armor in the heat of battle and come out victorious for the Lord. Are there any men in here who has, who has, who has known God to bring you out of difficult situations, situations that you thought you could not make it through? They've learned not to trust their own wisdom, but to trust in Almighty God. Now, I must admit, they may not completely understand all that God is up to, but they are willing to put all their trust in and take all their direction from God. I submit today that we don't always understand or comprehend what God is up to. We may see a portion of God's big picture, but we can't see everything. But God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways. That's good news for somebody because some of us got some raggedy ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. 
I submit that's why, beloved, it's hard to find good men as the head of our families. We want to take control and be the boss. We want to be in charge, and God understands that. But we cannot elevate our rights above his right to steer the course of our lives in the manner he deems most appropriate. When we insist that God explain himself to satisfy our limited comprehension, we are laying the groundwork for a spiritual struggle. God also needs men who know how to lead. Men who have learned to lead have developed the character, the skills, and the vision to inspire and guide others toward a shared goal or purpose. Those who have to be, have to be known to lead well are men who have developed the character, skills, and vision, vision necessary to lead. They can effectively communicate, cultivate solid connections, and take responsibility for their actions and decisions and inspire and motivate others. Ebenezer, I believe we have a few good men who have developed the ability to inspire others by setting an excellent example in whatever they do, by acting with honesty and modesty and bravery and compassion. They recognize that leadership is not about power. It's not about control. But leadership is about service and sacrifice. They are dedicated to using their unique gifts and abilities to impact the lives of others around them in a positive way. In other words, these are the kind of men that want their lives to count for something. Christian men learn how to trust and rely on God. They are entirely devoted to pursuing God's will and direction in everything they do because they know that genuine leadership depends on the wisdom, guidance, and provision that can only come from God. These are the men who have mastered the art of leadership, not only in their own lives, but also in their families, in their communities, and in the world. I see so many men here today that are making definite impact in their families, in the communities where they live and in their church. These are the kind of men whom God seeks when he's looking for a few good men. These are the men that God chooses to advance the gospel message here and around the world. And then God needs men who know how to love. We can go so many different directions with that one, but we'll, we'll keep it sacred. 
some of y'all get that on the way home. God needs men who know how to love. He needs men who love God above all things. Men who have men who have a close and enduring relationship with God and have witnessed the life-altering effects of God's love in their journey through life. When God, when you met God, something happened along the way. These few good men realize that loving God involves a total dedication to him and a readiness to subjugate their goals and aspirations to his will. They realize the importance of putting their relationship with God first in every aspect of their lives. These are men who have developed a profound sense of thankfulness, reverence, and humility. And they are not afraid to openly demonstrate their adoration of their Heavenly Father. So I ask real quick, if God has done anything for, for you this week that you know you could not have done for yourself, you ought to give him an offering of praise right now. They, they know that their connection to God is founded on his love and mercy towards them. So they have decided to lead a life that honors and celebrates God in every way. Jesus said it, put it really simple. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And we have a few good men right here now who, who know that what loving God entails. And as a result, they have committed themselves to obeying his will, even when their obedience presents challenges or causes discomfort. You know the challenges though, and the discomfort when the word says somebody cuts you off and the word says turn the other cheek. You know the discomfort when the word says pray for your enemies. But you are committed to do it God's way. They have realized that God's way is really the only way. They have committed themselves to obeying his will, even though it's tough. As witnesses to the life-altering effects of God's love, they are determined to pay this blessing forward. Ebenezer, you should know that everything we're doing right now is about paying the blessing forward. Paying the blessing forward. The work we're doing, the struggles that we have, it's about paying the blessing forward. Because we have realized that loving those around us is a natural extension of the love that we have for God. And thus, we have decided to serve 
and care for those in this community with the same selfless love that Christ exhibits towards them. I'm glad today that we have a few good men. Men who are doing amazing jobs serving this church and this community. Men like Stovall, who has to keep the faith, even when we look at the black and white, it could be difficult. Men like Mayberry, who stands at the door, pulling people in, trying to make a difference. Men like Jones, who's always ready and available to make a difference and contribute much to the church. Men like Hill, who sang and sings his heart out, even in the midst of pandemics. Men like King, who you can always count on, who's always there, always available, always has ideas, and sometimes always struggle with only child syndrome. Men like New Church, men like Anderson, men like Person, men like Smith. Men like Deep sits with stately presence and honor who still at 90 plus years old, Deacon Taylor is on the wall. Men like Jefferson and Harris who make themselves available, use their gifts for God's glory. Men, men like Carol, who's still teaching and still pushing and still teaching and still pushing and still teaching and still pushing. Men like Orlando, who pressed his way from an emergency room and then more, and I know I'm in trouble because I didn't mention every name, but we got to go home at some point. And I didn't say my name, so nah, you can't say. Because it ain't about me. Men like Jones, my armor bearer, who's faithful. You ain't got to raise your hand. Just stay humble. Just stay humble. Just stay humble. They know who you are. They know who you are. But the good news, people of God, there is always room for more. We need a few more good men who find it natural to adore the Heavenly Father. We need a few more good men who want to discover the profound sense of joy and peace and knowing and serving God. We need a few more good men who will find their ultimate satisfaction and purpose in serving Christ and leading a life that reflects his love and grace to the world around them. 
God is still looking for a few good men. Christian men who will stand up for Christ and his church. He's not looking for macho men or men with great personality. He's looking for men who are faithful. God honors the faithful. And his reward is this, eternal life. For one day the faithful will hear him say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. His voice will be a familiar voice, one that sounds like the voice of a shepherd. And a few good men will recognize it because his sheep knows his voice. Ebenezer Israel needed a few good men. God would have settled for one good man, but God could find none, not one. So he wrapped his son in swaddling clothes and sent him to earth as a baby to experience all that we weak, sinful men were suffering. While they continued to fail, he endured. He endured in perfection all the way to the cross, obedient unto death. When God could find no one to save the children of Israel, he provided a Savior. He provided a Messiah to take the weight of the sins of the world on his shoulder and pay once and for all. Y'all know who this man was. This man was called Jesus. He was the Word, and the Word was with God. This man was called Emmanuel, which means God with us. This man was called the Rose of Sharon and the Bright and Morning Star. This man was called the Prince of Peace and the Lord of Lords. This man was not of this world, but he came down through 42 generations, and he promised and then he promised that he'd be willing to die. I need a few good men who know him to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for seeing our thirst and quenching it. Thank you for sensing our burdens and relieving it. Thank you for discerning our trials and helping us to face them. Thank you for perceiving our battles and winning them. When we are weak, you strengthen us. When we are empty, you fill us up. When we are in bondage, you release us. When we question you, you answer us. When we are at fault, you forgive us. And when we are guilty, when we are guilty, you pardon us. You pardon us. You look beyond our thoughts and you see us, see our needs. Help us today. Help us to be the few good men that you are counting on. We need few more good men. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said amen. We're going to open the doors of the church. Perhaps there is someone here that is more, has been motivated by the hearing of God's word. We want to extend an invitation to you to join with us here at the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. As the musicians play, we are extending an invitation to you right now.
What we're asking for our congregation to do is to pray. Pray that someone might be moved. Right now, pray someone will be moved to make that commitment. To make that commitment to the Lord. Is there one today? Is there one today? We thank God for those who are visiting with us. We thank God for those of you who connect with us online. Is there one today? Jefferson, who will offer this tribute. Let us receive her. Amen, church. Amen. And happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Amen. The name of this is called A Father's Power. I'd like all the men to stand for a moment. All the fathers, teachers, preachers, uncles, everybody. I want to say, we see you. We see you. Amen. You can sit. Dad, father, daddy, 
preacher, teacher, mentor, friend, uncle, godfather, grandfather, and stepfather. Your titles are vast and many, and yet these monikers only express half of who and what you are. Protector, Mr. Fix-It, Barbecue Grill Master, the barber, the shop teacher, the basketball coach, the deacon, and the cab driver. What you do and how we see you are more than what the world holds up to the light. Life is more than what we make it, and fathers become the foundation that we forget and walk over. But part of the beauty of what a father is, is their strength and willingness to walk through fire and rain to protect the child that many forget, and yet a father does this with little to no recognition. You see, it's always the mother that receives the praise for birthing the gold of the future, but it's the father that teaches the lessons that are fundamental to who the sons and the daughters become, such as how to cry and still be able to move a mountain too hard to climb. A father teaches us how to dream, the dreams that are born out of imagination and even out of fear. Many times a father isn't even the one you were born to. A father can be mysterious and yet so emotional because for him, the world has become his burden and his joy. To a little girl, a father becomes her first love, the personification of how a man should not only treat and love her, but the standard of how she should treat herself. A father is the one that shows his daughter how the world works, but through, but through his lens, even if it's not so pretty at times. To a little boy, the father is a teacher that never quits. He teaches his son how to stand tall and fight without ever using his fist. The father is the one that shows him how to express himself behind closed doors while living out loud, allowing him to explore what it takes to be a man and yet allowing him a moment to admit that taking on the world can sometimes be hard. In this world, for a man, it's never easy, and at the same time, it's not so hard. Being a father, especially an African-American father, your experience shows you that it takes more than strength to react with power than with anger. So to the fathers, brothers, preachers, teachers, continue to give the world your very best and not what they secretly say you are. Keep showing strength even, at, even when it seems you're not strong. Keep showing love even when the world gives you no love. Keep giving hope even when you feel hopeless. Keep giving faith, I'm sorry, keep having faith in God even when there are times you have no faith. Live in the power of who you are, and, be, and, and because you are first and foremost a man who is stronger than steel, and last and never least, you are father. That is the foundation of future princes that will become kings. If no one ever says it, we see you. Fatherhood is power, and your power is fatherhood. We see you. Amen. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. I want you to know that we have a reception upstairs in our dining room for everybody to come through, but donuts for dad first. I uh, want you to come up and... Uh, and Jakari and Mariah will be upstairs as well to help you with our 
popcorn form, uh, popcorn fundraiser. Uh, is we only doing it for four days, right? Four days? No. Okay, I'll let them tell it when they get upstairs. Let's look to heaven. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling, to him who's able to present you before his father with exceedingly great joy, to the all-wise God be dominion, power, honor, and glory, now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please join us upstairs in our dining room. in the Sam's building next door. Again, join us in the Sam's building next door. You can make your way out of either one of these doors up front and join us in the Sam's building right next door. We have some refreshments. We have some donuts for dad. Amen. Okay. 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 Okay.